Good morning, everyone. I'm R.W. Westala with A Word in Edgewise. Today is the 24th of July, the 205th day of 2023, with only 160 days ahead of us on our way to 2024. Today we're about to enter the sixth week of summer in down east vernacular. That means tomorrow is Christmas in July. Ho, ho, ho. An octave of blackbirds, handsome quarter notes, minus one that flew away, leaves a treble clef of power lines, unresolved and incomplete. A yawn uncaught, ruffling the feathers of some, flagging their wings, writes Andrew DeBar in his poem, Christmas in July. This past Tuesday, after our couple of miles in Pushaw Lake around Ram Island, Adam Toothacre, paddling, and I, swimming, emerged at Gold's Landing and noted at least an octet, maybe more, of red-winged blackbirds perched on nearby wires. The aerial precision of birds is incredible, though they normalize it for us, performing effortlessly the complex blend of approach, flare, and touchdown required in any landing, though theirs involve mere square inches of surface area at the arrival location suspended in midair. Adam tells me the chickens they have at home consider Japanese beetles a special treat and that I should bring some for them, since the garden my girlfriend and I have requires frequent harvesting of the relentless insects lest they devour some of our favorite plants, such as hollyhocks and evening primrose. This past week I discovered a nearby sweet birch being inundated with Japanese beetles at elevations I was unable to reach without a 10-foot stepladder. Otherwise, the peppers and eggplant are doing well and the Queen Anne's lace is beginning to make a fair showing. Woody Woodchuck appears to have moseyed off to someone else's yard for the nonce and the deer traffic has ebbed lately. Heavenward, tonight and tomorrow night in the southwest sky, our first quarter moon will pass by the bright star Spica in the constellation Virgo the Maiden. And on Wednesday evening in the southwest sky, our waxing gibbous moon will be keeping company with the bright star Zubanel Ganubi, the alpha star of the constellation Libra the Scales. In the south sky before dawn, this week will also afford us a chance to see the annual Delta Aquarids meteor shower, known to reach a rate of 15 to 20 meteors per hour in a relatively dark sky. Today in 1148, during the Second Crusade, Louis VII of France and Conrad III of Germany laid siege to Damascus. Today in 1534, by erecting a 30-foot cross at pointe Paranoul, Jacques Cartier claimed for France the lands around Gaspé. Today in 1847, Brigham Young and his Mormon followers arrived at what would become Salt Lake City. Today in 1880, the first commercial hydroelectric power plant in the world began generating electricity in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Today in 1897, in Atchison, Kansas, Edwin and Amy Otis Earhart welcomed their new daughter Amelia into the world. She saw her first airplane in 1908 at the Iowa State Fair in Des Moines, only five years after the Wright brothers had made their first flight at Kitty Hawk. Early aircraft apparently left young Amelia unimpressed. 
It was a thing of rusty wire and wood and looks not at all interesting, she recalled. During World War I, she worked at a nurse's aide in Toronto Military Hospital. Then, near the close of the Great War, she went on to an air show put on by returning military pilots, and this time was impressed by the performing aircraft she saw. Within two years, she took her first airplane ride, piloted by barnstormer Frank Hawks. Of that flight, she remarked, By the time I had got two to three hundred feet off the ground, I knew I had to fly. Biographer Ed Morrow tells us that although Amelia's father had reservations about her wish to become a pilot, her mother enthusiastically approved Amelia's purchasing a Kinner Airster airplane named the Canary for her 25th birthday. Six years later, Amelia, as a passenger in a Fokker F-7B, became the first woman to cross the Atlantic in an airplane. And in 1932, she soloed her own Lockheed Vega 5B from Newfoundland to Northern Ireland. Five years after that, she disappeared in the South Pacific while attempting in a Lockheed Electra 10E to circumnavigate the planet. Amelia said of her childhood, As a little girl, I had explored the fearsome caves and the cliffs overlooking the Missouri. I had invented a trap and caught a chicken. I had jumped over a fence that no boy my age had dared to jump, and I knew there was more fun and excitement in life than I could have time to enjoy. Today, today is also the birthday in 1783 of Venezuelan political and military leader Simon Bolivar. In 1802 of the French author of The Three Musketeers and The Count of Monte Cristo, Alexandre Dumas. In 1822 of Bowery Boys gang member Bill the Butcher. In 1895 of English poet Robert Graves. In 1920 of American feminist and activist Bella Abzug. In 1935 of It's Not Unusual, English songwriter Les Reed and Australian cartoonist Pat Oliphant. In 1936 of American comedian Ruth Buzzy. In 1942 of American soul singer Barbara Love. In 1951 of Wonder Woman actress and Miss USA Linda Carter. In 1957 of American country singer Pam Tillis and English rock singer Robbie Gray. In 1963, of American Basketball Hall of Fame forward Carl Malone, and in 1964, of American Baseball MVP player Barry Bonds. From Orono, Maine, I'm R.W. Estella with a word in Edgewise. Here's to the sixth official week of summer, to the 30th week of 2023, and to a happy Christmas in July.